welcome to Between Grace and Glory, a podcast exploring the application of biblical truth in the personal life. I'm your host, TJ Tamer. Let's get after it. What's good, what's good, what's good? What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well in the middle of the quarantine. You know, most of America and a lot of the world is either coming out of or in the middle of or getting ready to go into quarantine because of, uh, you know, because of the COVID-19, if you're fancy, or coronavirus, if you're normal like the rest of us. You know, so I, I thought that the first thing that I should do on Between Grace and Glory is really talk about something that's uh, appropriate for now, and it is how to not waste your quarantine. You know, so because right now all of our routines have been rocked. I mean, even if you worked from home beforehand, all of our routines have changed. Because now uh, the movies are closed, restaurants are closed, parks and gyms are closed. You know, outside of essential, mostly essential um, things, life in America has slowed way down. And I'm here to, to postulate today that that is actually a good thing. You know, um, because not the virus. The virus is not a good thing. It's, it's awful. And we should not... Um, you know, be excited that this global pandemic has has jacked the world up. But what I mean is that we we need to understand that this is a good thing for most people because now this virus, this forced shelter-in-place quarantine, um, has allowed us the opportunity to rest, something that we are not good at in America. We have always, um, we just have always been going. We're a country that just goes, 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 goes. And if you look up, you know, big city pictures of like New York or, or places like that, man, they look like ghost towns because everybody is sheltered in place. They're staying at home, you know. And so while the, the, there's a lot of negativity that surrounds this virus and this pandemic, I don't want us to lose sight of the good things that can come from it. But first, let's start with the bad, and we'll end with the good. So the bad news is, obviously, there's a global pandemic, right? A disease which is highly contagious, has a, you know, a normally high mortality rate as they pan out, as they pan out and all this thing, you know, it's not super high. But it's also not anything to scoff at either, especially if you are already sick or, um, you know, immunocompromised or you're elderly. You know, it's nothing to scoff at. And I and I feel like we were caught off guard because we didn't take it seriously. And I think had we taken it more seriously, we wouldn't have prolonged it like it did. But a lot of us are selfish. And so we've seen the selfishness of people as they've hoarded supplies, toilet paper, and <clears throat> as they've gone to spring break part two or part three or continued to, to go to the beaches and these other things, 
you know, we've seen the negative, right? You've seen the looting and the, all the negative stuff. You've seen the businesses that are closed because they can't afford to stay open and the, the people that are being laid off. And you may be in some of that negative. But we need to not forget that our God is sovereign and that he is sovereign over our individual lives, but he's also sovereign over this world. And while the fallenness and the brokenness of the world has created this virus, that sin and just the brokenness of the world, right? And you, we could have a whole nother podcast about whether or not this is the judgment of God and, and my thoughts on that, and, and, and it would be a very lively debate, I believe. But what we need to understand is that there are negative things happening, but our God still sits on the throne, and He will receive glory from this pandemic. So we do not need to lose heart or fear because we do not have an inactive God. And so we as believers, if you are a believer, and if you're not, I would love for you to email me at betweengraceandglory.com, at gmail.com, sorry, betweengraceandglory at gmail.com. And and let's really talk about that. Um, But as believers, we do not live with the spirit of fear. We don't have fear because we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know the one that holds tomorrow. We know that our God is on the throne and he is not surprised or shaken, that he knows exactly what is happening and what will happen. And he is bringing it about for his glory and for our good. And so for all the negativity that surrounds this virus, let us not lose heart. That's the negative, right? The positive is that this virus has caused most of us, if we are obeying our civil authorities, which we should because the Romans 13 tells us that we should, but that could be a whole other episode. But we need to understand that we if we are sheltering in place, are finding an opportunity to rest, to not go from meeting to meeting to conference to conference to all of these things. We are now able to have more time with our families, with our children, without the hustle and the bustle and wasting time just driving around between different things and and, 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 and all this different stuff. Yes, our routines have been messed up. Yes, Our conveniences and comforts have been taken away, but we still live in America. We still are better off than 99% of the world. And so let us not lose track of what we do have over our first world problems. So the positive things that I've seen is... That while there have been negative things in society, there are also positive things in society. And while we don't believe that people are inherently good, it doesn't mean that they are unable of doing good things. Right? We have seen people sacrifice and to do things <clears throat> for each other that they would not maybe have done. We've seen companies... Uh, change what they're making to benefit the healthcare providers and those that are, um, those that are, are are working tirelessly in the medical field and in essential jobs to continue to keep 
everything running as smoothly as possible. We've seen companies make masks and 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 robes and gloves and all these things. They they have shifted their production to things that are needed instead of things that they make, all because our society needed it. And so we need to understand that while this can bring out the worst in people, it also can bring out the best in people, and that is a common grace, a good thing from God. Right, And so, if you have people like John Krasansky who are putting out the Some Good News Network, where they just want to shed some light on good news as opposed to all the bad news, it's a wonderful thing to see people helping each other and doing sacrificial things. Sure, some of them are probably believers, and so they're doing it out of a, a love for God and a love for people. Some of it are more altruistic. They're just, they, they understand that we are all in this thing together and that we need each other because that's the way the Lord set it up to work. Now, whatever their, their motivation, good things, morally good things are being done. Are they being done? You know, and I'm not getting into an argument about if they're being done. You know, obviously we don't believe in salvation by works. And so it's not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about just the ability to be a decent human being. And that has been on display as well. You know, and so I think there are good things that have come from this virus. And I think that we need to, as best we can, focus on those and talk about putting light in the world, being a light in the darkness and and being somebody that is helpful to our neighbors and loving our neighbors well. And as Christians, that means that we need to stop whining about not being able to go to church. I know that it sucks that we aren't able to gather together as the body of Christ. This is not some judgmental, this is not some uh, persecution that is being brought down upon us. It's not us. It's everybody. And so if we continue to meet, and this is interesting because this week especially hits harder because it's Easter week. On Sunday we celebrate Easter, the resurrection of Christ. The central doctrine of our faith, because if Christ had not been raised, then we are without hope. Right? And so we know these things. We know that Easter matters. And it sucks that we can't gather in worship, that we can't sing praise to God, that we can't sit under the teaching of the Word in person, while technology has allowed us to do that digitally and praise God for Facebook Live and these other platforms that allow our churches to continue to hear and be under the Word of God. But while we cannot do these things in person, right, it sucks. But to meet together would be not loving our neighbors, especially in this opportunity or in this, or not in this opportunity, especially in this season, where there is a pandemic running around that is highly catchable, contagious, that you may come into contact with, and you may never even know or have mild symptoms, but pass it on to somebody that it may do much more damage. And so we need to obey, shelter in place, do these things sacrifice our own conveniences and comforts for the sake of others because that's what Christ would do you know and so all of those things there's negative there's positive to it churches are innovating and i hope that they will continue to use these platforms to reach a very digital world after we are back together 
to, to implement them into the, the public gathering so that they may have a, a, a wider reach with the gospel. But what we need to understand is that God is going to receive glory from this. God is going to receive glory and honor and power and blessing and all of those things. And all we have to do is continue to do the same things we were doing or should have been doing two months ago, which is to love God and love our neighbor. So what do we do now? How do we not waste our quarantine? Well, I think there's a, a couple things that we should do. The first thing is we need to acknowledge our situation and realize that this is not going to be ideal. <clears throat> it's going to be uncomfortable. It is not going to uh, be the most efficient and effective way to do a lot of things. And we need to embrace where we are and accept it. So, but then once that happens, I think there are a couple things that you can do. First, I think that you need to establish a routine. Whatever that routine is, whether you're working or you're not working right now, whatever your routine is, you need to set a time just like you normally would of when you're going to get up and when you're going to go to bed. You need to set as close to a routine as possible, even if it's not, even if it's more flexible from day to day than it normally would be. Then that's fine. If you got a lot of work to do on Tuesday and you need to go to bed earlier Monday, cool. And if you got nothing to do on Wednesday, so you want to stay up later on Tuesday, then awesome. You know, so there is some flexibility here, but you need the basic skeleton of a routine, right? When are you going to get up? All right. When you get up, are you going to put on actual clothes? Now, I'm not saying that you got to put on a suit if that's what you have to wear to work, because don't put on a suit. That's silly. Now, if you're supposed to be uh, on camera, then put a suit on, but just put the suit top on and keep your shorts on, right? Like John Krasinski. And just, <clears throat> you know, do that. If you don't have to be on camera, you don't have to get dressed up, you still probably need to change because sitting in your pajamas for three months is probably not the most ideal way to have the mental shift that we're looking for. So there's something to say about getting up and taking a shower, you know, as often as you normally would instead of once every time you think about it in a few weeks, once a week, I don't know, once every two weeks, whatever, you know, the quarantine procedure is, it's probably not enough. So I would maybe be try to shower, you know, like you normally would. So try to get the routine of getting up and, and showering, spending time in the Word, eating your breakfast, doing your quiet time, whatever your time, your most apt time for uh, quiet time is, don't leave that out. Work that into your routine so that it will get done. But then after that, do your work. Set your routine. When are you going to... Second thing is not only have the routine, is you need to exercise. Because there's a lot more inactivity going on in a lot of folks. And if we're not careful, then we could come out of this uh, pandemic more unhealthy than we went into it. And so work in exercise. Move, right? Walk around your house. Go outside and... While, while practicing good social distancing, walk your neighborhood or ride your bike or run or if you have weights, work out or do a workout video from a group or a, a YouTube or something. Get your blood flowing, right? And that is a perfect time to do some other things that you used to do, right? So for example, I ride a bike. Um, that's what I like to do. It's easier on my joints as I get older. And so during my bike ride, I will either catch up on podcasts that I'm missing because I don't have my commute to work every day, or listen to sermons or an audiobook. Right now I'm listening to Lord of the Rings because it's easier to read or to listen than it is to read, let's be honest. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, this opportunity 
I have allergies, not the corona. Sorry about it. I, uh, yeah, North Carolina uh, is full up of terrible, terrible things. And so, um, anyways, what I would do is uh, listen to a book, read a book, listen to a podcast while you're exercising music. If that's what you got to do to get through it, then get through it. But set a time to read, to continue to use. You basically need to continue to be uh, care, taking care of all parts of a person. Meaning, you need to mentally engage, whether that be with books, conversation, work. You need to mentally engage. But you also need to physically engage. You need to take care of your body to move and to exercise. You need to also spiritually engage. So you need to read your devotion. You need to read your Bible. You need to have your quiet time and pray. You need to um, practice good social distancing, but check in and do life together with brothers and sisters in Christ. You need to listen to your pastor under the preaching of the Word and submit yourself as to the body just like normal just from a distance, but you need to spiritually take care of yourself, but you also need to emotionally take care of yourself. Being stuck in the house for weeks on end can be an emotional nightmare if you're not carefully, if you haven't carefully thought about how you're going to engage every part of your person, right? So you need to set a routine. You need to exercise and care for every part of your person, right? This is a perfect opportunity to catch up because there is more downtime because we're not driving to at the very least. There's no restaurants to go and waste time in. Um, you, so there's opportunities to cook at home and to save money that way. Even though groceries are a little bit more expensive right now, it's still not as expensive as eating out every time you the doors are open. And so there's opportunities to do all these things, right? You are in control of your quarantine. It is a way for you to slow down life and to fit more things into your day because of the hustle and bustle being gone. Even if it's self-imposed hustle and bustle by doing all the manner of things that you didn't need to do, now those have been taken away from you. And so this is a great opportunity to establish new trajectories and patterns for your life. Spend more time with family. Gather around the dinner table, right? Family game night, family movie night, read books together, do puzzles, right? Whatever it is, exercise, go for walks as a family, right? If you got workout equipment, then do your workout, right? If it's ride a bike, ride a bike. But there are ways to do this and to do this well. And there's ways to just wallow for two months and really come out on the worst because you don't feel any better. You've gained weight. You don't feel good. Work is hard because now it's easier to get distracted at the house. You know, your your kids, are. you just want to stab them because now they're there all the time and it's exhausting. So you have to be intentional about how you handle the sheltering in place, the quarantine, right? And so I hope that we will use this opportunity to grow closer to God, to exercise our minds and our bodies, our spirits and our emotions, to do all these things well so that we can establish these new rhythms that will speak to the totality of our people and our personhood and that we may love our neighbors as ourselves. This is a perfect opportunity 
to love our neighbors, to reach out to our neighbors and see if they're, especially if they're elderly, is there something I can do to help you, right? Obviously, if you've been exposed to COVID-19 or if you uh, think that, uh, you know, that's dangerous, then don't do that. But it is more dangerous for them to get out and about. And if you are going and you can get it for them, then, then be good neighbors, right? There's so much we can do here, so much we can learn. And so I would recommend... Establish a routine. Exercise every part of your being, your mind, your body, your spirit, and your emotions to develop these routines, to grow. This would be a perfect opportunity to try new things, to develop a hobby, right? To do uh, different, if you want to learn how to cook, then learn how to cook now while you're at home. If you want to build stuff, go build stuff, right? Figure out how to not waste your quarantine. Because I do know for a fact that God will receive praise and honor and glory from this. Let's do our part to grow closer to God so that we may fulfill the best or the the two greatest commandments, as Jesus said, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love our neighbor as ourself. And so that when the quarantine is over and we are let back out into the world, that we don't just rush back into the life, the, the, just the lack of community and the hustle and the bustle and the life that drains us, that we will continue these new patterns, that this may be used as God, as an opportunity. God may have given us this opportunity to shift our priorities as a church, universal, but to shift our priorities as individuals and as bodies in Christ and to reset us back to biblical Christianity. And if that's the case, then let's embrace that and to have that going forward. But in all things, always, soli deo gloria, to God be the glory alone.